Coach Cam made this. I'm Brennan Cron. This is Rex, and welcome to Jam with Cron and Rex. Did you know? Yao Ming's career is actually a lot crazier than I think people give it credit for. So, the, Yao Ming made the All-Star team every year. Like, rookie, rookie year, year? Rookie year. He made the All-Star team. In his final year. He played eight seasons. Made the All-Star team every year. That's, that's he, insane. Yeah. When he was in China and played for the Shanghai Sharks, he had a foot injury, which cut like five inches from his vertical. That's a lot to be cut off. And I mean, and he had a pretty unguardable jump shot as as was. Yeah. So could you imagine that with five more inches added to it? Um, made all NBA team five times. He uh for his entire career he averaged nineteen points and nine rebounds. And keep in mind, he was pretty injury prone throughout his entire career. Yeah. Um after the injury, he still had a 26-inch vertical on a standing, like a standing vertical. Yeah, that's uh, pretty fucking wild. So he would have had like a 31. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's seven six, and Shaq denies the fact that his he's seven six because Shaq's like, there's no fucking way he's seven six. That dude was like seven eight or like seven nine. He's like, yeah. there's no fucking way that dude's only seven six. He had one season where he averaged 25 points and nine rebounds, and he only played 48 games. <laughs> That's fucking great because yeah. I saw the he had a season where he averaged 25 and nine. I was like, yeah, it's a pretty good season. But I was like, oh, he only played 48 games. <laughs> so he missed, what, 24 games? Mm-hmm. Like literally a third of the season. And... You know, Shaq has played a lot against a lot of big guys. He was in the NBA during the arguable – well, I wouldn't say arguable. During the – like pretty much the golden age of big guys. Yeah. <clears throat> like where he's played people like Hakeem Olajuwon, David Robinson, Patrick Ewing. And Shaq puts Yao up there with Hakeem. He puts him – he puts – playing against Yao is like – he put that as more of a competition than like playing against like David Robinson and shit. And he said Yao and Hakeem are, like, the big <clears throat> challenges to him. Holy shit. And he described his first game against Yao, and Yao blocked him the first three times Shaq tried to shoot over him. Yeah. It's pretty fucking great. Like, don't you I knew that dude was good. Yeah. But, like, I just... I didn't realize, like, because whenever you talk about the what-ifs of the NBA, I always think of, like... Brandon Roy, Greg Oden, Tracy McGrady, even though Tra- – yeah, Derrick Rose, probably the biggest one. Uh, even though Tracy McGrady pr- had a pretty yeah. long-standing career, like uh, who, like Penny Hardaway, mm-hmm. always thinking like shit like that, I never really think of Yao. But the dude only played for like eight seasons and yeah. really didn't play eight full seasons. Yeah, I didn't know he was that good. I guess just the longevity has always made me think that he was like kind of a disappointment of the like, yeah like he didn't do as good as he was well yeah like they didn't get a ring with yeah, him too probably that as well yeah that I've always kind of looked at him as like being like a good player who just like 
not the extreme of Greg Oden, but something similar of like he just never, like a upgraded Big Z. Yeah, like he just never yeah. panned out. Yeah, but he was good for when he was there. <clears throat> I didn't know he was that good. Yeah, apparently, dude was that good. I mean, making the All Star team your rookie year is pretty crazy alone. And I think just as crazy as making it your final year in the league. Yeah. Yeah, well, Shaq said if it wasn't, if Yao would have went through injury-free, you would probably be talking about Yao in top five centers of all time. Yeah. And I I can see it. Yeah, it's hard to disagree with (laughs) the only, the amount of time he played and him doing all he did. Like, um, they was on a... Uh, Steven Jackson and Matt Barnes podcast, mm-hmm. and they was talking to Tracy McGrady about his career and stuff, and T-Mac said whenever he went to the Rockets, the first thing that the management told him, because he was like, you know, I was just coming off a season where I, I got the scoring title that year. They uh, The first thing they said to me, they didn't say, welcome to Houston or glad to have you. They said, you're not doing that this year because, the, yeah, I was on the team. Yeah, He was like, you're not getting the scoring title this year. And he was like, well, why, why the fuck not? <laughs> he was like, wow, what's going to happen? And it was like, well, you got a big guy down there that we have to get involved. Yeah. And I was like, ah, damn, dude. So, yeah, I just didn't realize how dominant he was. And, I mean, he this dude made the all-star team his rookie year and still didn't get rookie of the year because of Amari Sotomayor. Oh, that's – I was about to say, who won it? Yep. Yeah, Amari was a fucking beast. I think people forget how good he was, too. I mean, yeah, that dude I was like an MVP candidate for like two, three years in a row. Yeah. And then I, went to the Knicks. <laughs> I actually think of him as a Knicks player. Just because like, like that's him. when I really liked him. Oh, I think of him as a Suns player. I think most people do. Yeah, him and Steve Nash. I loved that Suns team. That was... I did, too. But when he went to the Knicks, I was like, that's whenever like I was really starting to like the Knicks. Yeah. And he goes there. He's balling. He's getting the MVP chance. And then they get mellow. And I was like, this might be the coolest team I've ever seen. And then. And mellow ruins. <laughs> <laughs> and then it's the Knicks. So, yeah. <laughs> you know what happens? Yeah. I know how I go. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah. So, I kind of think of him as a Nick more than a Suns. Even though he's definitely. Yeah. He's a Suns player. Yeah. I just. It's always so weird when the Suns try to pursue, I mean, when the Knicks try to pursue somebody because he was coming off of an MVP candidate year and then he got an eye injury where he was like going to go blind in one eye. And the Knicks were like, we got him. <laughs> like, give him, give him to us. And we're like, dude, no, why? You're like, don't get me wrong. I'm glad we got him. Yeah. It's not like it, I don't know. Oh. I mean, I think we did make the playoffs. That year or the year after, but I mean, dude, I loved that that early Knicks team. Well, when I say early, I mean early for me. Yeah, everything that I say is relative to my own life. <laughs> he played eight years on the Suns, turns around and goes five years on the Knicks. I didn't know it was that like that close. What do you mean? Like, I thought he played, like, say, 10 years on the Suns and then, like, three years on the Knicks. Like, I thought it was more, Oh, like, I got you. Very definitively, he well, played Well, yeah, when you look at it like that, that is kind of wild. Yeah. Like, yeah. He, he only... He played two more years in the league. He went to the Mavericks and the Heat, which I don't really remember. I remember the Heat. 
I don't remember the Mavericks. Yeah, 2014 he played for the Mavericks. 2015 he played for the Heat. And then, then he, he obviously the Middle East in yeah. play. He might have. He wasn't doing good on yeah. those two teams. But on the Knicks, his first year, he was dropping 25.3 points a game, uh, shooting 50.2% from the field, shooting 43% from three, uh, eight rebounds a game, two assists per game, and pretty much a .9 steals, 1.9 blocks. That's balling. Yeah, he's balling. And then comes Melo. <laughs> and then everybody else on the team only averages six points a game at most. Oh, my God. His next year, which I am assuming where Melo comes in, <laughs> he goes from 25 points to 17 and a half points. Yep. He goes from 50% to 48% shooting. Uh, his three-point percentage goes from 43 and a half to 23. Uh, rebounds go from eight to seven. His assists go from two to one. Oh, I'm actually surprised about that one. I figured everybody's assist would have went way up. Well, no, Mello was. Oh yeah, Mello isos. Yeah, he's not a spot up shooter. Yeah, he would catch the ball and dribble it just enough to get your assist taken away, and then shoot it. He's kind of a piece of shit. Yeah, and then his blocks go down too. Oh my god, he just got completely worse. Actually, he just is on decline because it goes like every year is just worse until his last year on the Knicks. It gets a little better, but he. He only shot threes those two years. From after the year Mello came in, which I'm ass- yeah. I'm just assuming on that, on the 2011. After that, he has no three-point percentages for the rest of his career. <laughs> Dear Christ, man. Holy shit. Mello was like, no, that's all me. My God, that that era was so fun to be a Knicks fan. It was really fr- I mean, it's never not been frustrating. But <clears throat> you had Tyson Chandler, Amari Stoudemire, Carmelo, Amon Shumpert, J.R. Smith, Raymond Felton. It always just doesn't seem right when Jeremy Lin plays into that because he, I see him as a Knicks, but I don't see him with those other players. When was he? Uh, when when was uh, Lin Sanity? 2014, 15? Maybe Melo just didn't play anymore. Because I I don't know. It just didn't seem... I don't see that entire team plus Jeremy Lin. Yeah, it didn't. That doesn't sound right. No. Um, Because I want to say I was still in high school whenever Lin Sanity was going on. Yeah, we definitely were in high school. I'm trying to pull up the... No, I don't want a YouTube video. God damn. It's been like... Eight nine years since Linsanity. Oh, the the first year Amari was on the Knicks was the year Orlando went to the championship against the Lakers. It says against Dallas, Orlando and Dallas. In Orlando, what? Yeah, that doesn't seem right. Did Orlando make it to the finals multiple years? I don't think so. Yeah, that doesn't that doesn't look right at all. Because I know for a fact they played against the Lakers one year. Yes. Yeah, because... Did they make it to the finals that many times? I didn't think so. Let me look at this. No. It's Lakers-Celtics in 2010. What the fuck was that video? I guess maybe that was like a what-if video? No. 2010 is... 2010 playoffs. 
is Lakers Celtics in the championship. Lakers win four three. What? Twenty ten playoff brackets. Is that dude? I I vividly remember Orlando and Lakers in the finals. I just don't think it was twenty ten. They did. They definitely make it. I, well, no, because I mean, Lakers obviously <laughs> would have won that, and I think that's the what that's the that's the championship that set them apart. Uh, Shaq, uh, no, no, it's not. They made it to the finals a different year. Yeah, let's see. Two thousand eight. Look up. I'm pretty sure it's two thousand eight. I don't remember Dallas and Orlando playing in the finals. I don't think it was. Because <laughs> it was 2010. That video said 2010. Oh. And it just wasn't. Yeah. Yeah, it's Lakers okay. and yeah. Celtics. Um, That's what 2009 is when they lost in the finals. 2009? Yeah. So they made it back-to-back years? No. What we, is going on? <laughs> we just covered this. Orlando did not make it in 2010. Okay. That was Lakers oh, and Celtics. Okay, so they only made it one year, but yes. the Lakers won. No, Celtics won 2010? Or is that the Lakers won? Lakers won 2010. They won back-to-back? I guess so. That, don't, that doesn't sound right either. Holy shit, man. That does not sound right. <laughs> I do not think the Lakers won back-to-back years. Lakers championships. Most recent, 2020. Okay. Before that, it was 2010. And then before that, it was 2009. Damn, they, they won back, back to, to back. back. Yeah. And before that, it was 2002, 2001, yeah. and 2000. Yeah. It was Shaq and Kobe. Yeah. That's so weird, because that didn't seem like that dominant of a team to win back to back. Like, what was that? Lamar Odom, Pau Gasol, Ron Artest? That's actually a pretty fucking solid team, and I haven't even mentioned Kobe yet. Yeah. You're kind of forgetting one very key component. Yeah. Maybe Andrew Bynum? Because, I mean, Andrew Bynum was projected to be like Shaq at one point, and then he just, I don't know. (laughs) I don't know what happened to that dude. What are you looking up? I was looking up the, the Lakers team in 2009. Oh yeah, they went. They won in Game Five against the Magic. Yeah, yeah. I knew it was kind of ugly. Yeah, you pretty much named it. Trevor Ariza. Oh yeah, he's usually on teams. <laughs> yeah, I think that's like the only notable person you didn't name. Yeah, Dwight Howard, Rashad Lewis, Tarkaloo, my boy, JJ Riddick. Dude couldn't miss in 2K. If you had Hito Turkaloos just stand in the corner, it was him and Peja Stojakovic, mm-hmm. they could not miss spot-up threes. No, they were too good. Like, I think they had, like, Court, did you say Courtney Lee? I didn't. I don't think I said it, but, yeah. Courtney Lee, Jameer Nelson. Yep. God damn. I think Courtney Lee missed, like, a game-winning. Gortat. Oh, Dude, he's so ugly. He is ugly. <laughs> he's so ugly. Yeah. What's his first name? Like Martin? Martian? Or something like that? It's really uh, weird. M-A-R-C-I-N. Martian? I don't know. Yeah. 
I say I wasn't going to try it. It'd be ugly. <laughs> That's what I call them. <laughs> yeah, I just wanted to share that little bit of basketball information. Yeah. Before we started your quiz. I want to quiz you. I don't want to tell you what the quiz is about because I think it, I, you'll, I don't know, you might be able to figure out what this quiz is about. For, but. All right, Brennan. How physically strong are you? Are you a total beast, stronger than most? I'm not a weakling, but I wouldn't say that I'm strong either. I have to admit that I'm pretty weak. I would say the second, second to last, though. I'm not a weakling, but I wouldn't say that I'm strong either. Yeah. Okay. How are you don't like this? How comfortable are you being in a leadership position? I'd much rather follow someone else who has earned my trust. I can take a leadership position if I need to, but I'd really rather not. I'm comfortable in most leadership situations. I'm very comfortable in a leadership position. In fact, I thrive on it. Uh, second to last again. I'm comfortable in most leadership positions. Yeah, I say that because there's a lot of... I mean, there's just shit I don't know, and I don't want to be the leader of shit I don't know. That's fair. The leader of shit I don't know. <laughs> yeah. A lot of people be the leader of shit they don't know. How regularly do you experience moments of weakness? It's pretty rare. It happens every so often. Never. All the time. What's the, what the definition of a moment of weakness? Like, I guess like a moral weakness? or like Yeah, like... Like a moment of weakness is like it feels. I don't know. Look it up. What is a moment of weakness? <laughs> I guess it's just like a. I don't know when you just can't mentally push yourself to do something. I just can't find someone, a good way to describe it. Yeah, because that's. Uh, a short time during which someone makes a bad decision or does something bad that they would not normally do. Oh, there you go. Never? How often are you bad? How, how often <laughs> am I doing something bad that I wouldn't normally do? Never. I don't okay. ever. All the time. I'm a very weak person. <laughs> <laughs> are members of the opposite sex attracted to you? Yes, in a big way. There are some who are attracted to me, but it is pretty rare. <laughs> Not at all. I think I'm generally considered attractive by the opposite sex. What a jump. It was like... Yeah, I know. I'm being sexually harassed? Eh, Sometimes. (laughs) Never. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I guess... Because it's not rare. So I guess it's the the extreme. The extreme? I guess... what about that? I think I'm generally considered attractive by the opposite sex. Yeah, yeah, that works. I'll say because to me, you're either there or yes in a big way, and that's like <laughs> like Chip Skylark. Yeah, <laughs> like there's people beating the door down. <laughs> How popular are you? I have a few friends. I have a pretty substantial crew. I'm more of a loner. It seems like I'm friends with pretty much everybody. Yeah, they have pretty weird jumps. <laughs> I have a crew. Is hilarious. <laughs> I got a gang. Uh, a few friends. What's a substantial crew? <laughs> Hilarious is what that is. <laughs> Just me and the substantial crew. Would you say that you're admired by others? I don't get that sense. No. I think that a lot of people do look up to me. There are a couple people in the world who admire me. People admire some aspects of who I am. Uh, I'd say a couple. I don't think 
Just, this is one of those things, like, a lot of admirers could be, like, two. Yeah. Or, like, I guess a couple is obviously two. But, like, a, a lot of admirers <laughs> could be, like, ten people. Yeah. But like, and that's not a lot, but it is kind of yeah. when you're talking about people who yeah, admire. So that's like a small cult. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I'm going to go with a couple. How do you react to someone challenging your authority? I'm not. I kill. <laughs> I'm not intimidated. I will engage their challenge without being defensive. I'm likely to to initially get a little bit out of shape, but I'll listen to what they have to say. I'm thrilled. Please take it. I'm probably going to get pissed and aggressive. I'm definitely not getting aggressive. Um, I can't imagine someone challenging your authority and you're just like, take it. <laughs> Here you go. <laughs> Sorry. I'm also not doing that. I guess like. The staying calm one. Okay. Yeah. I'm not intimidated. I will engage their challenge without being defensive. Yeah. Yeah. How do you react when things get stressful? I tend to shut down and isolate. <laughs> I tend to get a little worked up and I make more mistakes. I used to struggle with stress, but I'm learning to let it go. I totally rise to the occasion. I love being under stress. Really? Yeah. Like, I love being put in stressful situations. Yeah, I was say, that sounds stressful. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, I guess the last... And what scenario? Like, at work and stuff. Like, whenever oh. it's, like, like, just to... For a... Just a example. Like, I had to have, like, my last day. I had to have it perfect. Or I didn't get the job. Yeah. And I was like, this is fucking great. And I did wonderful. Oh, like, I would have crashed. I love that. Like, I love yeah. those scenarios. I do horrible under stressful situations. <laughs> really? Like, like, say that trash can right there. If you just give me like twenty paper balls and I shoot them, I make nineteen of them, and I'll, I'll I'll do some stupid shit in my head where I'm just like, "You have to make this one. <laughs> like, it's the final one, or none of them fucking count." And I'll just <laughs> like I I fuck up under situations like that so fucking bad. Really? Oh yeah, that's I'm like horrible. My, that is my favorite. Like situations to be under is like yeah. if you fuck this up, it's all on you. I'm like, oh, let's go. Like I love betting on me. Yeah, yeah, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> so you would you say that you you used to struggle with stress, but are learning to let go, or you just totally rise to the occasion? I guess you, totally rise. Yeah, you occasion. sound like you're the totally rise. Yeah. How would you rate your self confidence? I'm confident in most situations, but I do get overwhelmed from time to time. I struggle a bit with confidence. I'm very confident, but not cocky. I have a lot of doubts about myself. So I am manically depressed. <laughs> Depends on the day, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> what is it, Sunday? Yeah, I feel awful. <laughs> um, I'd say confident, not cocky. Yeah. I'm glad you confirmed that one for me. <laughs> yeah. How trustworthy are you? I can be trusted with anything. I'm not as reliable as I'd like to be. That's funny because that's something you can control. Yeah. When you're just like, ah, I wish I could help it. <laughs> I just gotta tell your secret. I have to. <laughs> so I'm, I'm working on it, man. But you know, I'm trying. I tend to flake out a lot. <laughs> that's a pretty weird way of wording it. I'm a pretty trustworthy person. I definitely do my best. Is it the last and the first one kind of the same? Well, I can be trusted with anything, but the other one is I definitely do my best. So there, def- there are some parts where you're like, ah, shit. <laughs> but the other one's just like, yeah, I can be trusted with anything. And I cannot be trusted with anything. 
I don't know which one I'm more of, the trust with anything or do my best. Because, like, I don't, to me, they feel like the same. If you're doing your best, you should be able to be trusted with yeah. anything. Yeah. Um, well, because, like, there's definitely secrets I couldn't hold. Like, oh, could yeah. you imagine if you was, like, for whatever reason, you just got a random call and it was from the president. And he was like, hey, you're the only person I'm calling and there's aliens. And you're just like, what? And he's like, I, I got to go. That's all I can tell you. You're just like, no, don't what? <laughs> like, don't drop right. that on me. All right, I'll put me as do my best because you would be the person. I'd be like, all right, Rex, listen. And then immediately your head explodes. And then immediately I forget we're recording. Yeah. <laughs> it's on the podcast. <laughs> that, what do you, I don't, that just made me think a little bit more into what I said for no reason. What do people like that are trying to crack down conspiracy theories? What's their goal? Like after they find it out. The I told you so, I'd assume. Like they're just but like what do they expect to happen? People to be like, Oh, sorry, I was wrong. Yeah, but like you found it out. But like do you think things are gonna change? No, I, I really think it's just for like, because like, if you're like, oh, I believe in this and then yeah. people are like, you're a fucking idiot. It's just to get, prove all those people wrong. Yeah. It's just like people that go down that rabbit hole. I'm assuming it's so they can stand like out. Ego trip. Yeah. 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 It has to be. Well, cause like, what if like somebody confronted George Bush and was like, nine eleven's a conspiracy. And he's like, yeah. And they're like. Oh shit! What do I do now? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like oh god. <laughs> I think they would like parade around town, being like, "I told you so. I told you so. I told you so. You all are fucking idiots, not me." Yeah, like I mean, what would really change right now if they just revealed that nine eleven was actually planned by George Bush? Like, what would happen? Like, because my day would not be changed. Literally, nothing would change. Yeah, like it, Twitter would be crazy. Yeah, like for a minute. <laughs> yeah, it'd be crazy for like a fucking minute. But, like, I don't know if it's true, but I always heard that, like, they revealed that, like, the FBI actually assassinated uh, MLK. Yeah. Like, and if that's true, if they did, like, like what now? Like, what do we do? <laughs> I think it just, like, the only thing it changes, and, like, we're at that point now already, of, like, not trusting the government. Yeah. I think it just makes you be like, all right, maybe I should be more skeptical of them. For yeah. anything that they say. Yeah. Which most people already are. Yeah. Yeah, I'll say I'm not the biggest conspiracy guy, but I don't trust them. <laughs> you know? I mean, I, I think that's just a fair thing to assume about most people. I just don't trust most people. <laughs> I didn't I didn't look at this quiz before. You, there's 20 more questions. <laughs> oh, my God. So, this will be a good chunk of our episode. <laughs> well, let's, let's get through it. <laughs> Would you consider yourselves to be fully authentic? I'm always completely myself. You have to wear a mask of some kind in this world. I tend to hide how I'm really feeling about things. I'm mostly honest and open, but I have to pretend to be something I'm not once in a while. Yeah, that. Yeah. Yeah, I think there's just like sometimes you shouldn't be. Yeah, you just, yeah, probably just shouldn't be yourself sometimes. <laughs> yeah, like depending on where you work, maybe you just like tone yourself down. Yeah. Like, yeah, if you, like, work at a daycare or something, maybe not be yourself all the time, you know, if you're, like, an aggressive alcoholic or something, maybe tone it down. Not saying don't drink, just, you know, tone it down. How courageous are you? I'm really a wuss. I have never seen the word wuss spelled. (laughs) I have moments where I do courageous things, but I prefer to avoid having to do that. I have moments of doubt, but I'm generally willing to do whatever needs to be done. 
No matter what comes my way, I'm going to take it head on. That's the that last one sounded really gay, dude. <laughs> it's honestly just the second one because, one, I don't want to be called a wuss. <laughs> but I don't really do many courageous things. But I prefer to avoid having to do that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. How common is it for you to act oh, foolishly? Hold on, hold on. Go back up. I don't. I don't hate doing courageous things. I just don't choose to do them. So I would say it's the. No matter what comes my way, I'm going to take it head on. No. You're a pussy. <laughs> no, not a pussy. What's the oh, oh, the other one? <laughs> I have moments of doubt, but I'm generally willing to do whatever needs to be done. So yeah, you, we clicked the right one. Yeah. Okay. How common is it for you to act foolishly? I hardly ever act foolishly. It's more common than I'd like to admit. It's pretty rare. I take unnecessary risk all the time. What is acting foolishly? Just, just goofing up. <laughs> just goofing around. <laughs> I'm assuming like you're you act irrationally. Like sometimes you act more out of like heat of the moment than you do like logistical standings or maybe you just walking around and do a cartwheel out of nowhere and just you know spring your wrist all right what was the what's the least what's the, the least the least foolish it's pretty rare or i hardly ever act foolishly which yeah, i feel are it's that i'll put rare yeah and say i'm usually planning every single step of everything that i do when was the last time you felt completely lost in your life? I feel that way right now. It's been a little while since I felt that way. It's been a while. <laughs> I felt that way very recently. I don't recall ever feeling like that, or it's been a very long time. God damn it. I was hoping it was like sometimes feel that way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's not. No, it's either sometimes right now, it's been a bit a while, or a very long time. Uh, I guess. So, been a while? It's been a while. Yeah. Yeah, I guess. Do you tend to know what you want? I usually have a good sense of what I would prefer to happen. I do, and I don't beat around the bush about it. It usually takes me a while to figure out what it is that I want. What is... Where did beat around the bush come from? I'll look that up. Okay, thank you. I generally have no idea. I prefer to others to make decisions for me. You seem to know what you want. Yeah. Yeah, I, I would. I guess I would say you do and you don't beat around the bush. Yeah. It's associated with hunting. In me- medieval times. I didn't expect that yeah, to be the either. next. Um, hunters, hunters hired men to... Beat the area around bushes with sticks in order to flush out game taking cover underneath. So what is what does it have to do with getting to the point? Like instead of just like literally beating around the bush, just, like if you don't beat around the bush, you just like what open fire on the bush. I guess so. Okay. How unique is your style? I have a look and a way of doing things that is totally mine. I dress and act like most people. I take some cues from other people, but I definitely make the look my own. I guess I have some aspect of my style that are unique, but most of it is just what's trendy. Uh, the one before that. the take, take some cues from other people, but I definitely make the look my own. Yeah, that's how I feel about it, at least. Yeah. Would you consider yourself to be a competitive person? 
I get competitive about certain things that I'm good at. I try to avoid competition. I am highly competitive in all that I do. I'm a pretty competitive person, but I don't have to be the best at everything. Uh, that one for sure. Yeah. That is the most perfect answer so far on this. <laughs> <laughs> I know because the other ones are like, no, no kinda, yes, very much, and yes, very much even more. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, dang, where's the... <laughs> Would you consider yourself to be more of an optimistic, uh, optimist or a pessimist? I tend to be very pessimistic. I'm very optimistic. I'm somewhere in the middle. I guess I'm a realist, which is sadly more pessimistic it, in nature. It's optimistic. Super. Like, I am cautiously optimistic with everything. Okay. Which is what I was hoping they would nope. say, but no. It's either right, the one time it's right in yep. the middle or <laughs> extremes on the other ends. When was the last time you flaked out on a responsibility? It's been so long that I can't recall it. In the last week, today, in the last year. Can't remember. Okay. Uh oh. On responsibility? <laughs> like, flaked on certain things, maybe, but like something that like I'm responsible for? That's wild. You say you can't remember? <laughs> no. <laughs> Dude, I saw this one thing on Reddit that said like uh, 30 minutes of uh, walking a day can help like uh prevent dementia in the future and somebody was like you haven't mean to go on a walk but I just keep forgetting <laughs> <laughs> are you a rebel or do you tend to follow the rules i totally follow the rules i tend to follow the rules but i'm happy to break them if i think they're unfair or wrong yes okay yeah, that's definitely it i said we can keep we can read the other two if you want, but it, it, the other ones, I go my way in everything I do. <laughs> no, that just seems like you're actively knowing the rules and you go against them, yeah. no matter what you believe in. Yeah. It's pretty rare for me to not follow the rules. When was the last time that someone said you were an inspiration to them? I am told that from time to time. I get that on a regular basis. I don't think I've ever heard that someone said that to me once. I had a kid with one arm tell me I was an inspiration. That was pretty cool. Yeah. He just um, wanted more arms. <laughs> he just wanted to be an octopus. <laughs> he was collecting arms like General um, Grievous. <laughs> I guess from time to time. It's definitely not a... Uh, no one's just coming up to me every day being like, you're an inspiration to me. <laughs> I don't know you. <laughs> Would you say that you're more confident or cocky? That sounds familiar. <laughs> I'm definitely confident, but being cocky is a sure sign of self-doubt. What? Okay. Oh, okay. I get what I'm saying. People say that I'm cocky, but I don't see it. I'm neither. <laughs> <laughs> That's so good. Holy shit. Man, I'm not confident or cocky. I'm neither. <laughs> I'm depressed. <laughs> I can go a little overboard with my confidence once in a while. I can go overboard with the confidence every <laughs> yeah. once in a while. Depending on how much Tito's I got in me. Honestly, even less than that, it just depends on if someone is doubting me. If someone doubts me, my ego's oh, yeah. through the fucking roof. Yeah, I'm I'm genuinely unpleasant to be around. <laughs> <laughs> the second you're like, I don't think you can do that, it's just over. Like, yeah. I have to... Yeah, I just hock a loogie on their face. <laughs> I just act like I'm, like, Jordan yeah. or something. 
I've, okay, I was about to start reading the answers. <laughs> Would you consider yourself to be ambitious? I've had some ambitious plans in my life, but I've learned to scale it down. <laughs> Not at all. I'm happy to just get by. <laughs> yes, I have very big plans, and I expect to achieve all my goals. Yes. People, okay. And then what was the last one? People say that I'm ambitious, but I think everything I want to do is pretty simple. I think no. that one's a pretty good one, too. But no, I don't think anything that I've, I've picked. I literally say I'm going to be president in, like, yeah. 2040. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Has anyone ever told you that you make them feel safe? I don't recall ever hearing that. <laughs> I've been told that before, but it's been a while. I'm very unsafe to be around nowadays. <laughs> yeah, that's something that people close to me say on a regular basis. I'll get that from my significant other once in a while. Okay, so maybe this is weird. Who's just saying that? Yeah, the one I can relate to is a significant other once in a while because, like, I don't know, we'll see, like, scenarios on, like, TV or something and, like, the, I don't know, just, like, something uncomfortable happens and the guy doesn't stand up for the girl and, you know, like, my, well, now fiancé, my fiancé will be like, oh. Congratulations. Thank you. Congratulations. Thank you. She'll be like, oh, you know, I'm, I'm glad I don't have to worry about that with you. And I'm like, well, we haven't been through that yet, so <laughs> chill the fuck out. Don't count your chickens before the hatch? Yeah, I was, I was like, we we don't know the guy that's going to do something like that, yeah. so <laughs> no, chill out. Well, I'll just have to see who it is first. Like, if it's Kevin Hart, yeah, I might tell you something to him. If, if it's The Rock? Ooh. Yeah. Kevin Hart works out a lot. Yeah. I might hesitate a little bit. You wouldn't know it. Like, unless he's just shirtless. Yeah. Like, yeah. It, like if he was clothed you'd be like i could take that guy if he has ca- if the dude has cauliflower ear i didn't hear anything <laughs> like helen I keller have, i don't have ears <laughs> i didn't hear or see anything uh, i'm thinking about this more on the opposite no one has obviously been like i don't feel safe <laughs> <laughs> i feel very unsafe around you he was like yes you should be <laughs> you're smart but like no one's actively being like you know what I feel so safe right now. I'm like, yeah. So yeah. I guess you don't ever recall hearing that. Well, no, that's <laughs> not. <laughs> Fuck you. It's, it sounds wrong saying it like yeah, that. Yeah, and I don't think that's how this question is supposed to be. I've been told that before, but it's been a while. I guess. The other one's weird. Yeah, that's something that people say to me, uh, that that people close to me say on a regular that basis. That sounds like you're a psycho. Or a legitimate bodyguard. Yeah. Yeah, because like that's the line of profession that makes sense that you're told that often. Yeah, but like, could you imagine just people come up to you and be like, I feel really safe around you. I'm like, I have to be the least safe person. Well, that sounds paranoid. Like, I'd be like, is someone after you? Yeah. (laughs) Why are you saying that right now? So, it's been a while? Yeah, I guess. It's been a while. It's the weirdest question. Do people around you tend to improve their lives, lives after they met you? I've noticed that seems to be the trend. I wouldn't go so far to, as to say that I uh, that I have that kind of influence on people. Not really. Their lives might actually get a little worse. <laughs> that doesn't happen to everyone, but it's pretty common. It doesn't happen to everyone, but it's pretty common. Yeah, that's what I, I would like, say, too. I just like to take that credit. So that's why the one that was like, I don't want to say it. Yeah. I want the opposite. Is like I like to say that that happens, but I don't know if it really does. Yeah. That's the true answer. Yeah, I like. I think most of like the good I do in like people's lives, like maybe like girls I've talked to, usually a lot of them tell me that they 
now drink a lot more water than they used to. And that's like, that's I think, yeah, I'm like, yeah. you're welcome. Bye. <laughs> I'm just like a weird fairy that comes around and gets people to hydrate, and then I leave. <laughs> you, you date women. You bang them, you get them hydrated, and you leave them. <laughs> yep. And then I burn that bridge over a very hydrated lake. Yeah. <laughs> and then I leave. <laughs> I'm like a weird anti-hero. <laughs> you're, you're a cool, or a dick. You're <laughs> a cool guy. <laughs> but yeah, I don't. outside of that, I don't know if it's just like, a, you know what? I feel much worse for knowing you. You're like, hey, well, you're hydrated, ain't you? <laughs> also, like... I don't know. Could you imagine if you're just like, like, could you imagine taking this quiz and you're like, yeah, everyone's life around me has gotten so much worse than that one. And you're like, shit. My <laughs> <laughs> like, goddamn, how do I suck? This quiz can't be the eye opener. You know what I think more so than it is that I'm just like an advocate for just drinking a decent amount of water? Because I think most guys really do hydrate. Yeah. Girls are horrible about hydration. Yeah. And I think that's more so his point. That's why, like, I emphasize more on the girl side of things. Mm-hmm. Because, like... I never had to tell my homies to drink more water. Yeah. they just be drinking water. Yeah. Because, like, dude, no, you'll you'll talk to a girl, and it'll be, like, 8 o'clock at night. And they're just like, oh, you know, what are you doing? It's, I was going to say, what have you drank? But that's a really <laughs> creepy question to ask. <laughs> hey, did you drink that, what I gave you? <laughs> but it'll be, like, 8 o'clock, and all they've had is, like, a coffee... And, like, a Sprite from McDonald's. And you're like, are you okay? Yeah. <laughs> like, how are you alive? And they're like, what do you mean? And you're like, well, you're supposed to have, like, eight cups of water a day. And they're like, oh, I haven't had that in, like, years. <laughs> like, how are you alive? <laughs> it just, I don't know. And that's, like, I swear to God, I think that's, like, every girl I've talked to mm-hmm. has no idea that they're supposed to drink water. And then they're like, holy shit. <laughs> like, I feel better. Like, I don't get chronic migraines all yeah. the time. I'm like, yeah, you're... You su- you're supposed to drink water. Dumbasses. Where's your focus in lovemaking? On pleasure for myself, it's mo- mostly focused on my partner, but I do get into my own pleasure once in a while. It is focused completely on pleasing my partner. It goes back and forth between my par- uh, my pleasure and my partner's. That would be one of the, like... Yeah. The, the non-two extremes. Yeah. Or just like, I don't care if I nut. <laughs> um, I guess more on them, sometimes me. Um, yeah, I, I'm. it's mostly focused on my partner, yeah. but I do get into my own pleasure once in a while. Yeah. Yeah, that just depends on if I'm in a relationship or not. If I'm single, pleasure for me. Like, that's, yeah. that's where I'm at. Yeah. <laughs> How many people consider you to be their go-to guy? There are a number of people who turn to me when they need things done. My whole community regards me in that way. I don't think I'm that guy for anyone. <laughs> I've got one person who thinks of me in that way. Uh, I guess a couple go-tos. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> if you... Okay, you know, uh, we'll we'll finish this up and then I'll ask you, but... um, Okay. Where would you rate your intelligence? Highly intelligent. Below average. Above average. Average. I like that there's not an aggressively yeah. below average. The dumbest motherfucker. I am on the spectrum. <laughs> um, so I have a bad, maybe average is what I would answer. But I only say that because usually if someone asks, like, 
how smart do you think you are? I'm usually like, Einstein's pretty fucking like Stephen Hawking's yeah. really smart. It's like, I'm but like, I've met some gross. really stupid people. Yeah, I've met a lot of stupid people to where I'd probably consider myself above average. Yeah, but I've also seen a lot of things where they're like, oh, a lot of stupid people think they're smart, <laughs> and I'm like, oh shit, I don't want to call myself smart now. <laughs> yeah, I guess I'm average. When was the last time you lost your temper? Yesterday, today, it's been a long time. Within the last month, it's been a long time. It honestly might be never. <laughs> yeah, I, was like, I cannot imagine you losing your temper. I don't think I ever have. Like, I can't imagine what would have to happen to you for you to lose your temper. I don't know. Like, because I could see someone, like, burning your room down, and you just being like, <sighs> shit. <laughs> like, you're like, oh, well. Yeah. I mean, there's nothing I can do about it then. <laughs> <laughs> it's fucking done. I guess I have to fight the person that did it, but other than that, like, it's kind of it. I can't imagine how mild a fight, like, between you and someone would be. It like, is, I can't imagine you just handling getting, business. There's yeah. nothing more to it. <laughs> Are you a jealous person? My jealousy has ruined many relationships in the past. <laughs> I get a little jealous from time to time. It's pretty rare for me to get jealous, but it does happen. I'm not jealous at all. Uh, rare. Very, it's very rare, but yeah, every now and then. Yeah, it can happen. Yeah. You know, depending on how aggressive, yeah. you know, it is. Like, like you can tell me how hot you think someone is, like, oh, mainly can. celebrity. But, like, if, I don't know, if a I'm girl like, I'm with tells me that, like, someone I know is hot or, like, hangs out with, then I'd be like, okay, that's not the same. <laughs> you know, you're like, I don't know. <laughs> All right, so if it's, like, if they're, like, their best friend. Yeah, their best guy friend, and they're like, I think they're a fucking piece. I'm like, hold on, hold yeah. on. Yeah. But like, like, you just hung out with them. Yeah, <laughs> like you cannot be. Yeah, that's that is where I'd be pretty jealous. But like, like even average people, like we were just like walking around, like that dude's hot. I'd be like, yeah, that dude is hot. And then they walk over to him. <laughs> like, no, no, fucking him right there. Yeah, I'd be a little jealous. <laughs> so if you had to guess. What is this quiz about? What Disney character am I? <laughs> no, I don't fucking know. It, I I really don't know. I wasn't thinking about it at the beginning. And yeah. then... Yeah, I don't know. I really don't know what this fucking quiz is. Alright, well, Brendan. So, I'll lead... I'll follow... I mean, I'll follow up with what it is, but I'll lead with the description. You don't always have to be in leadership roles, but you definitely prefer it that way. You are very comfortable in a position of power... And those around you generally regard you with a sense of admiration. It would take a very confident and powerful individual for you to shift to being a follower. But it has happened in the past. Yeah. And you're a pussy. (laughs) (laughs) No, you got mostly alpha male. (laughs) It's an alpha male? Yeah. That's funny. Yeah, you're mostly alpha. I mean, that's fair. (laughs) I feel like that was an alpha to say. Like, yeah, I don't care. <laughs> but no, I would have guessed, I don't know, because usually, I don't know, in a lot of ways you're kind of like a like laid back and I don't care. So I figured that would have just like immediately opened you up to like beta. I assume the like 
alpha with like very annoying aggressive energy yeah <laughs> like someone who just took steroids and they're very much feeling the effects of it yeah well i think you think that way because if yes. you answered some of those questions like the leadership i bet you're someone who's always wanted to be a leader i like being in charge but i don't think i like being the leader really so often yeah i don't know if there's a difference in that but like because there's a lot of times where i'm at work and like we've also talked about this we're the opposite at work yeah i very much take charge do everything versus you say that you're very laid back you're chilling i also don't care about what i do so that's probably a big like if i was a little bit more passionate about it it bothers me so much if someone is better than me at my job yeah like to the point where like people that have been there like 10 years i'm like what how good do you do i have to do better yeah and I remember when I was at Amazon, I was there for, like, a week, and the old lady that was training me, she, like, was losing her shit because she was like, you are doing incredible numbers. And I was like, what do you mean? She's like, you're doing better than, like, most of the people that have been here for a while. And I look around me, and it was just, like, a bunch of fat old people. (laughs) And I was like, yeah, I should be. (laughs) And she was like, well, you keep this up. I think there's going to be a spot that opens up for you. I slowed down so fucking Mm -hmm. much because I was like, I don't. Like, this is a good job for me because mm-hmm. I'm, like, 19 years old, and I don't have any stress. Yeah. I come to work. I do my shit. I don't have to think about it any other time. But I was like, now, because I do good, you want to stress me out. And I'm like, no. Yeah. <laughs> You're not going to do that. <laughs> like, I am refusing that. Like, yeah. I just hear my <laughs> boss be just stressed out all the time. And they're like... God damn, my life fucking sucks. And I'm like, dude, that sounds horrible. I never want to be that good in my spot where they think, like, where they want me to be in that position. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't want to give them that idea. Yeah. Because, like, I just, I don't know, I just don't want that stress. Yeah, I get that. Over something I'm not passionate about. Yeah. If I was passionate about it, maybe, because it would just, you know, be yeah. kind of an interest of mine. But, like, if I don't really care about it, I don't want to be stressed out over something I don't care about. Yeah, I fall into that trap a lot. Yeah. Like, I, don't know, I work super hard, and they're like, you want to move up? And I'm like, yeah. And then I get in the same position of where yeah. I'm like, well, now I have to be the best of this position. Yeah. But it just, that's how it is. I have to be the best. It fucking bothers me so much. You know, uh, the whole alpha thing isn't even, like, actually attributed with wolves. Like, the person who originally came, because that's where you hear yeah. alpha mostly is just, like, yeah, yeah. in wolf packs and stuff. Uh, lone wolf's not even a thing. There's really not lone wolves out there. But apparently the guy that posted that study of, like, there's being, like, alphas, and I don't I don't know all the other shit. I don't know. Alpha, beta, gamma. I don't know. All this the, shit is, like, a sh- um, what is that? Uh, the All the signs shit, like, um, a, 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 not astrology. <laughs> it's, um... Your um, what the fuck is that? Um, like someone comes up and says they're like a total Pisces. Oh no, this is what this pulled up. Omega verse. Yeah, that's why I was like, that doesn't sound right. Um, Pisces and stuff like that is um, like oh fucking dude, I don't, I don't know. It's just yeah, it is but, what it is. but yeah, all the. Alpha shit just seems like that for guys. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
And, like, apparently the dude that posted the study, he originally thought there was, like, alphas, betas, and then, like, weeks later, he was like, I take back everything, but it's already too late, and then the that got attributed with wolves. Yeah. And even though that's not even really a thing. But apparently the traits of a beta are their loyal, loyalty is the beta's defining trait. They value leadership. They're popular with women. They're usually friendly and well-liked. They're confident with their place in the hierarchy, which is what I want. I wouldn't have guessed that because like, uh, I have to describe. Yeah. You see all those like videos and stuff of just like those like Uber douchebags who are just like, Oh, you're a beta male. And they're just basically describing a dude that gets cucked. Yeah. That's not what that describes. No. <laughs> like I was expecting some like little wimpy guy that hides in a corner and is just yeah. like curled up all the yeah. time. <laughs> it's like, please. No, <laughs> but like, that sounds like a pretty cool dude. Yeah. You know, yeah, I mean, a loyal guy who's just, Gets bitches. That's yeah. <laughs> a loyal, confident guy that gets bitches, and they're just pretty comfortable with where they're at. That sounds like a good yeah, life. Yeah. Like, if that's what that is, what's a what are the alpha traits? I mean, I guess, I guess if you want to know alpha traits, I guess just look at Brendan Cron. <laughs> I guess that is all the traits you need. So, alpha traits: a strong sense of self, determination, conviction, and beliefs. Ambition and the desire to work hard, resilience, a desire to be in control, confident, seeking out challenges. Okay. Yeah. See, that's not that bad. So it doesn't say anything about getting bitches, though. You get no bitches at this <laughs> level. You work way too hard to get bitches. God damn it. I know. I know. <laughs> I did not intend this to be another single episode, but. God damn it. <laughs> I'm getting bullied out here. The fucking struggles of being an alpha. <laughs> wow, yeah, that is not. I, yeah, that is not what I expected that to be. I, I wish it would have specifically said like get zero you, bitches. <laughs> get zero bitches because you talk about being an alpha all the time. <laughs> my biggest that's that's my only uh, only problem with myself. That's the only reason I don't get bitches. I just keep telling everyone I'm an alpha. <laughs> Do you see that one dude who? Um, he said he he has his girl make him two coffees in the morning. No. Do you see that dude? No. <laughs> so what's the context? Are you just going to show me the video? I'm going to show you the video. Oh, all right. <laughs> oh, it's taking me to Facebook. Neat. <laughs> Fucking Facebook. <laughs> there you go. She made me two coffees, and one I would drink, and the other I wouldn't even drink. I just gave it to her. And she said, Why did you make me make you two coffees? The second one's just like an insult because you never drink it. You just make me make it because you want me to bring it to you, but you're not going to drink it. And I said, If someone broke into this house at night, I would die trying to protect you. I won't kill myself. I will literally risk my life. If we're walking down the street and a guy tries to grab your ass, it's on. I have to risk my life against Mike Tyson, whoever he may be. He might be strapped. He might have anything. I have to risk my life to protect you. That's my job as a man. And you have a problem making a coffee. Mm, Does it matter if I drink Mm. it? I like knowing that you do your job. If I 
I need coffee, we're going to do it. And you get to know that if it goes, if it ever goes off, I will do my job as a man. Damn. And for you, all I ask Damn. is two cups of coffee. It doesn't matter my drink. Fucking preach. <laughs> yeah. You're fucking stupid as hell. <laughs> I like that that's the trade-off, that he's just like, you made me two coffees, I will kill somebody for you. He's wearing he's wearing glasses as sunshades inside, yeah. so this makes sense. Oh, yeah, you yeah. know, like this all lines up to me. He's got a deep V neck. The deepest. Like that's going down below his shit. I will say, I like that shirt. I do like that I shirt. I don't like it at all. I think I would like that shirt a little bit more if he had a tattoo on the other side as well. Yeah, but it's just. Just here. Yeah, just in his chest. I can only assume that's a wolf right there. Oh, it looks, yeah. yeah I'm assuming like that's a wolf. That's hilarious, too. But yeah, because that's usually the energy I get whenever I hear of someone claiming to be an alpha male. You know? Like, that's usually the person I envision. Yeah. yeah. And I'm like, oh, that's definitely the type of person. You think if you're going bald, you just got to be an alpha male. Like you just got to double down on this. Maybe they work so hard they go bald. Nah, nah, nah. <laughs> They're so determined, so hard willed, get so many less bitches <laughs> that they just start going bald. Yeah, but no, you definitely have to overcompensate for that. Yeah, yeah. I think you really like the second that you're like it's gone. Like it's I got to go bald. I think that's when. Yeah. You either do two options. You either go Homer Simpson and just comb the shit over and try to make it look like you have hair, or you go full alpha male. Yeah. Douchebag alpha male. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, and it's always great, because I, like, apparently this dude's actually, like, like a, like a fighter. Oh. Yeah. But, like, because I would just want to hear somebody bring up that he's bald. Like that one clip of that one dude yelling at someone in traffic, and she just goes, "Sweetie, you're bald," and he just <laughs> loses his fucking shit. Did like, you hear uh, "bald" is sexual harassment? We mean "bald" is sexual harassment. Uh, calling a man bald is <laughs> apparently sexual harassment. Hold on, UK judge rules. <laughs> Were they bald? I bet, dude. There's no way they weren't. <laughs> No, you gotta click on that. Uh, Where, Twitter? Did you hear about that on Twitter or something? Probably. My God. <laughs> I need to see the judge. I think that's the most important thing in this case. Or the jury. <laughs> they're all <laughs> they're all bald so men. Um, I just can't believe it's sexual harassment. Makes it so much funnier. Yeah, if you said harassment, I'd be like, dude, that's just stretching it. Just let us have fun making fun of bald men, but... Sexual harassment. Yeah, I have never felt sexual whenever I make some fun of someone for being bald. Um, I can't find like a non super long article. Okay. Oh, okay. Here's a good one. (laughs) Commenting on a man's baldness is equal to remarking on the size of a woman's breast. What? What a leap. This is because it can inherently, it can be inherently related to sex. (laughs) 
I love the levels of insecurity when you look up bald related stuff. Because yeah. the first one is uh, like, what do you call a bald person? And I was hoping for just the funniest things, but it's hairless. That's oh, like, that's good. Yeah, like you don't call them midgets. You call them little people. That's yeah. like what this is saying. Like you can't call them bald anymore. Um, could you imagine being like, being like, sorry, sweetie, you're hairless. It's just as bad. <laughs> And the next one is set. It says, "Do girls like balds?" <laughs> Most women recommend like the balds. <laughs> like balds. <laughs> Most women recommend men to be proud of being bald, but also accompany the bald look uh, look with a nice beard and a fit body. Yeah. Women find this to be a great way to emphasize that masculine and tough side of a guy and create an extremely attractive and charming look. I don't think I've ever seen a bald guy be like, they look charming. Like, to me, they look vicious. <laughs> like, they they look like... Almost every pun intended on this one, but they look like they have a hairline trigger. <laughs> you know? <laughs> like, they That's look good. like... That's good. They look like they're just ready to go off at any yeah. second. Like... When you're dealing with a bald person, to me, it always reminds me of, like, the, like, like, if you had a friend that, like, slept with your sister or something, like, you can't really argue with that person because you know they have something on you. Yeah. You know, there's something that oh, they can yeah, pull yeah, out. Yeah. And if you argue with a bald person, like, they're going to be like, don't you say it, don't you fucking say it. <laughs> like, you can just turn the argument at any point. I'll claim sexual harassment, <laughs> motherfucker. Try me. Does bald mean white? Bald comes from the old English word bald, <laughs> meaning white. No, it means being bald. So I'm going to start claiming that as a slur. <laughs> if, if I ever hear someone say bald, I'm going to just go off on them. <laughs> what is the English of no hair? Dude, people don't know how to type. Why is it called bald? Oh, hey, a bald eagle. Is balding unattractive? <laughs> Are bald men attractive? God, it's so good. What are... Th- oh, what the fuck? All right, no more bald. <laughs> what? Why is the eagle called bald? <laughs> <laughs> that, that, all right, that's fair. <laughs> what else What else we got on the agenda? Are we about done? No, <laughs> no. Does baldness affect dating? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Entirely. It will ruin it. Okay. What do you think about Mr. Morale and the Big Steppers? Wow. Yeah. And it's lack of emphasis on addressing the bald issue in America. <laughs> he does. He don't talk about bald. He talks about pretty much everything else. He talks about the F word a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, super disappointing. Oh, wow. I thought it was just okay at best. Yeah. Um, I only saved two songs off of it. Not to say like I only like two songs. I think it's good. What are the two? Fuck. One of them better be in '95. In '95 was one. Yeah. Um. Shit. The other one is what a lot of people think are like going to be. Uh, Rich Spirit. I did just see something that said calling men bald at work is now considered sexual harassment. At work. Okay, yeah, yeah. But, um... Um, And what was the other one? Rich Spirit. (laughs) Oh, okay. That was super loud. 
All right. Um, I think Father Time with Sampa is really good. Yeah. We Cry Together, the song where she's arguing with a girl. I thought that song was good. Yeah. Um, and then Mother I Sober. I thought you had two saved. I do, but those are the other ones that I think are good. Oh, you didn't save them? I don't think I'm going to really return to them too much. Yeah. On listens. I've listened to the album probably like three or four times all the way through. Oh, wow. Just because... Did it come out like three days ago? Yeah. Damn. Yeah. I listened to... I listened to it the first time and I was like, okay, that... That is what it is. Like, it yeah. kind of just... I don't know. I was super disappointed because I, I think it's easily... Like, it, for me, it's Kendrick's worst album. What would you want it to be? Better than... Better like, than his worst album. Well, like, what is it lacking? Is it just like not enough energy not enough like towards what you want it to be or is it just no. is it just not a good album okay so for me in the argument that I've heard for like the reason people love it so much is it's such a personal album it sounds like yeah. he's at a therapy session I like that idea I just don't think it works well for me it feels like it feels like an album of like that was made for him yeah but as a listener <clears throat> It doesn't feel like this is for me, and, like, maybe that's selfish, but, like, yeah. I am the... It's supposed... <clears throat> I think it's a good album for him okay. and telling his story. So, I just don't think it's entertaining as an album. Yeah, so it's just not for you, but you can recognize that it is still, like, a good album, at least. Yeah. I mean, Kendrick's yeah. super talented. He's obviously, like, it's... It's well-written, but I actually think it's not. Yeah. In comparison to his other work. Dude. Okay. So, so what do you think about it? I'm assuming you think it's pretty good? I think, so, from what I've listened so far, I think it's a really good album. And it's not a returnable album. Like, this is not going to be something I listen to often. Like, this is going to be an album that, like, its initial punch is what's going to resonate. Like, it's going to be, a, when I listen to it, it's going to be like, I can't really listen to it for the first time again, so it'll never have that effect. But, like... Him talking about that, uh, like him on that song where he's talking about, like, I think it was his first time banging a white girl. Mm-hmm. And he basically said that, like, she was paying for, like, the sins of her father, mm-hmm. who was a sheriff that arrested his uncle. And I was like, that's fucking crazy. Yeah. That, like, that you're banging this chick and you're like, this is her paying for her dad's sins. Yeah. And I was like, God damn. Like, N95 fucking kills it. That's actually my song of the week. Oh, okay. Yeah. But, I don't know, everything that I've heard so far, it's been really cool. I've loved the the boldness of the discussions being brought up. It, it reminds me of the, I guess, the rap equivalent to Chappelle's stage in his career right now. Where he's taken on the heavy hits, where it kind of... Is done in the it, it's going to draw controversy, but it's done in the right way because it's done by like such a talented guy, mm-hmm. a very well credited guy that they're just kind of it kind of comes off as like it's going to definitely piss people off, but it's kind of like yeah, well he's doing it the right way. He seems like he's coming about at like come about it in a genuine way. So it's just because like I have seen a decent amount of people pissed off about, like, what he's talking about and, like, the terminology that he uses. Mostly you're just talking about uh, the auntie. 
Yes. Song. Yes. And I get it. Like, uh, I listen to Sean C talk about it, and he does it very well. I've been I've been meaning to watch him lately because I haven't yeah. listened. I'm assuming he talked about Future's album. Everything. Yeah. Uh, Pushes. Did he talk about Pushes' album? Yes. Yeah. I need to I need to listen to him sometime because yeah. I haven't been. I need to hear his side of shit. Yeah, he was talking about it, and he was like, he's kind of he's trying to say that like it's not okay to say it, and yeah. then he says it three times with the chorus. Yeah, and he was like, that's no different. And he go and he even says he goes, imagine Jack Harlow. He goes, I don't want to say Jack Harlow. He goes, but I'm gonna say Jack Harlow. He goes, imagine if Jack Harlow was like, it's wrong to say the N word, and then yeah. said it three times. It would be very like that's not like he would be yeah he'd be done, done. and yeah and then he was like just because you're saying it's not okay yeah and especially just, to use that as a chorus too is like yeah because you know. the first time I heard it, I was like what the fuck because like he even said it's not okay to say f and I was like you're like okay well like yeah like, I, I was guess. like oh that was jarring and then he just says it three times right after I was like, I was like you just said it wasn't okay <laughs> quit. <laughs> Yeah. I really didn't like it. I didn't like that song. I think it just, I don't know, it comes off weird. Just literally saying, don't say this word, but I'll say it. Just as weird as hell. Yeah. So Uh, having listened to it three to four times, where are you rating it? Because I can't can't really give it a rating. One to ten or like on his discography? Uh, Let's go one to ten. I was like, because I think you already said it's, you put it, like, lower. Yeah. Like, probably the lowest. The only thing I think in his discography, like, I think Damn's much better. I think To Pimp is easily Oh, yeah. Better. Pimp's, like... Yeah. Yeah. Um, Good Kid, Mad City, I think, is way better. Uh, Section 80. Section 80 is where I'm like... Dude, Section 80 slaps. It does, but I, I kind of sleep. Rigor Mortis? I know, man. Dude, Rigor Mortis has one of the best beats I've ever heard in my life. Yeah. And it crazy. doesn't make sense that you can rap over that beat. Yeah. Like, that sounds very jarring. Yeah, you're right. Mr. Yeah. Morales is worth album. Thanks for selling me. Yeah, you're welcome. Um, well, I think when it comes to, like, what your standards are of, like, a good Kendrick album, because he has proven that he can say something very sentimental and it be a good album like a good like returnable album like to pimp mm-hmm. it is disappointing in that sense because yeah. like he has proven that he can do both and he can do both very well but this one he definitely sacrifices like the entertainment side of things to more like i guess showcase the uh the message behind yeah. everything yeah, which is just weird. Like <clears throat> that just comes off as a weird thing to me, and like I'm not going to critique it. If like because we have a friend who some of the shit that he talks about like really hit home. Like they were like crying during this album, listening to it. Oh, like wow. it fucking hit home. And I was like, I don't have that impact. Like this, yeah. Like this is I don't relate to any of this. <laughs> yeah, like it was like that was super powerful yeah. for him, and I was like, that's awesome. Like yeah. I wish I had that. I was like, but for me, I want the entertainment because it's. <laughs> Like it's for it's a fucking album that he's putting out for. <laughs> That's cool, bro. But I'm bored. <laughs> yeah, like it. It fucking just doesn't for me. And so, like, that's why, like, inherently, like, I heard Kodak on it, and I was like, "What the fuck?" And then he does good, so I was like, "All right, let's go." And then by the time I got to like the middle section, yeah, because I already looked through the list. Yeah, where like, it changes to like one through nine again. Yeah, yeah. Well, I was looking through it, and I was like, 
I can't wait to get to the Baby Keen, which is weird to me. To be yeah. like, I'm listening to a Kendrick album, and I'm like, I'm more excited for Baby Keen. Well, yeah, because you've heard them two together. And yeah. Then, yeah, it's pretty hard. Have you ever cried during an album? No. I've never yeah. cried during a movie. Yeah, I think... Like, I've gotten, like, emotional yeah. during a movie, but I've never, like, shed tears. Same. I just don't... Like, that's not the level that yeah. my emotions are on. Like, I yeah. just don't go to that 10. Yeah, like, I would... Because I think the closest an album has ever brought me to that would probably be, like, uh, Circles. Dude, I was hoping. I was hoping you said something wild. Like, I never liked you. <laughs> yeah. No, I can't quit listening I to it. <laughs> oh, dude, I've been listening to it so much. It's my album of the year. I think my so, favorite so song from ahead. that now is 7.12 p.m., the opening it's song. It's so good. God damn. It is so brutal when that fucking love oh my of him not caring. I think that's another thing that's, and I even talked to our friend about this. I yeah. was like, I think this Kendrick album would have hit a lot harder in the winter. It's not right in the middle of summer. I don't want. Yeah, bro, people are opening up at swimming pools. <laughs> bro, I don't want. <laughs> Who's playing this right now? Yeah, like, I don't want to hear, like, <laughs> your therapist session in the middle of summer. Like, give yeah. me that shit in the winter, and I bet this album hits. Yeah, I'm inside, you know. Pretty depressing. There's yeah. fucking gray sludge on the on the uh, ground and shit. Yeah. But like, like right now it's future. This is a future time. Yeah, yeah, we're in the um, future right now. I'm gonna give it like a six, seven. Oh, it's that's not, fair. It's not bad. Yeah, that's and fair. And it's also one of those things where like I feel weird. I feel weird rating it at all because yeah. it's just like. It doesn't, like, again, it just doesn't feel like it's made for me. Like, yeah. I couldn't imagine going to someone's therapy session and just being like, as a four. Like, that sucked. Yeah. <laughs> that was boring as hell. Like, boom. Yeah, like, it's just not for me. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up, pussy. <laughs> yeah. I'm not nearly high enough a music reviewer to be like, yeah. fuck your therapy session, but. Well, I think it's very fair <laughs> if people are just seeing the thumbnail of this podcast and they just see me and you that they're like, oh, these guys probably don't relate to Kendrick Lamar in any fucking way. Literally yeah. raised on opposite sides of the country or pretty yeah. much the complete opposite of Kendrick Lamar in every sense. Yeah. That like, yeah, this album is not made for us. Yeah. Like, one of the biggest things for me is, like, production. The better the production, the more I can just um, get rid of. Didn't, um, who worked with him on this? On this? Wasn't it, like, um, I think it's, like, a pretty big-name producer. It might be. I thought you were going to say yeah. Baby Keem. I was like, no, Baby Keem worked on uh, Damn, my favorite Kendrick album. Oh, yeah. Which is, was cool to see. You looked up who produced. Yeah. Pharrell? Yeah. Pharrell produced uh, Mr. Morale. Like the whole album or? Um, no, Pharrell produced Mr. Morale. I guess the song Mr. Morale. Mm-hmm. The Alchemist produced We Cry Together. Mm-hmm. That's the name I saw. Yeah. So it looks like, yeah, there's good produce, producers, but I don't know. Like, that's where I think to Pimp really shines is that jazzy production that's on it yeah is like unmatched like it feels like one of the best produced albums and that's weird to say because it's not from like Pharrell yeah or like he had work on it but I mean like it's not like a Pharrell album it's not yeah a Kanye album or something like who has that level of production yeah 
Yeah, I think I think this is this album is going to get more appreciated as time goes on. I hope I fall in love with this album. I hope I quit listening to Future as much as I yeah. have been lately, and I start listening to. Yeah, it's kind of turning me into a piece of shit. Yeah. So, <laughs> like, I need to stop listening to uh, massaging me. <laughs> God, it's so good. Like, I love that title because he's like, I get it because I'm a piece of shit. <laughs> Isn't that fucking funny? I saw a it post is. that ranked the that album, the Ken, or not Kendrick, the Future Albums yeah. track list. Oh, like, yeah, yeah. Uh, I want to kind of do that. Did they have Massaging Me at the last? And I was like, you're out your fucking mind. I listened to that song like 14 times oh in a row just God. out of spite. Yup. God, it's so fucking good. Yeah. Which, speak of... My song of the week. <laughs> no way. It's not. It's uh, Know the Meaning by Future. Because I didn't know. Uh, okay. the, the meaning? I didn't. <laughs> I didn't know um, there were better songs than the <laughs> intro. Oh, on, uh Dirty Sprite 2. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. That's on Dirty Sprite 2. Oh, wow. Dirty Sprite 2. That's the. Um, that's thought it was a drought. I just fucked your bitch. Is that? That's Dirty Sprite, Dirty Sprite 2? Yeah, that's Dirty Sprite 2. That's the one. That's the I intro. I love that album. Yeah, that's the intro. Yeah. And I didn't know there was better songs than that. Oh my. Dude, yeah, that has tons of shit. Like uh, Real Sisters, uh, Real Rich Sisters, Sex. Real Sisters is my favorite future song. Oh my god. Yeah. Know the Meaning is on there. Dude, that whole album is crazy. Yeah, it's phenomenal. I've I just, need to go back and listen to that. That's a fun fucking album, dude. I didn't realize Future's discography kind of slaps. Like, Dirty Sprite 2 is amazing. Uh, I Never Liked You is amazing. Yeah. His one that he just dropped, I think it's like, what, High of Life or something like that? Oh, yeah, yeah. I think it's amazing. Hendrix, super good. Future, his self-titled album's good. What's his older one that has, like, March Madness or, like, Coding Crazy on it? Uh, Beast Mode. Oh, yeah. And... Dude, March Madness is, like, one of my favorite songs of all time. That's... Yeah, like, I... I don't know. This this album made me realize Future's really fucking good. I don't yeah, know how he, I didn't know. Yeah, he's crazy talented. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he's a... Yeah, he's really not bad at what he does. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, Half Life, Save Me. I think's a decent little project. It had Xanet. Oh, image. I thought it was okay. This album, I think's fucking super good. The Wizard. Yeah. Oh yeah, I forgot he has one with uh, Juice World. Mm-hmm. I only like a couple of songs. Of it. Yeah, Super Slimy. I actually really like, but that's because I'm a young thug. Yeah, fan. Hendrix. Hendrix wasn't my favorite. Super Slimy's not my favorite. Future. H- Hendrix is like. Probably my third favorite album from him. Wow. Yeah. I've been going back. My Collection, one of his best songs ever. Future, super good. Evil. And that's a, that's a, yeah. Yeah. Purple Rain. Kind of slaps. (laughs) What a Time to Be Alive. Oh, yeah. Then Dirty Sprite 2. Real Sister, so good. God damn. 56 Nights. Oh, that's the one March Madness, ain't it? Yes. This is March Madness. Um, oh, that's Beast Mode. And then Beast Mode, Monster. Yep. Honest. Honest has moved that dope. That was the first song I really, yeah. really loved from yep. Future. Not the first song I liked, which uh, is... Pluto 3D. Pluto 3D, I didn't... I don't think I had any... Are these all the shit you have, or are you just looking no, at... No, this is a scar. Well, I'll say, because, yeah, I saw an instrumental album, and I'm like, why are you downloading the instrumental? No. <laughs> no, no, no. I was, I was like, you have... 
literally everything about future, but you won't download the complete uh, Mr. Morale and the Big Steppers. <laughs> you're a dick. You don't deserve it. Do but you? No, you're actually a scumbag if you have everything in Future's discography on your phone. Yeah. Uh, Turn on the Lights was the first song from Future I ever heard. I think so, too. Yeah, I didn't know that was his earliest one, but yeah, that's definitely the... Yeah. Um, I didn't know... What the fuck's Astronaut? Um, astronaut Status? Yeah. Uh, album in 2012. Holy shit. Yeah, I don't know any of these songs. Yeah, I was it like has, 15. He has Ludacris on it, which is at least a big name for that time. <laughs> Not anymore. He's got Gucci on this. Wow. Yeah, so... So yeah, I probably don't need to listen to that album. Nah, I would say take the pass on it. Yeah, I'm good. But um, so your song of the week was um, know the meaning. Know the meaning, and mine was in '95. Three future songs in a row for me. <laughs> uh, about to make it a clean sweep for the month of May. That's been a good month. Yeah, <laughs> not for the women in your life, but for Brennan Cron, the alpha male. It's been a pretty good month. That's right. <laughs> That's the jam of Cronin Rice. Peace.